Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hi, friends. Hope you are having a nice day so far. I am sitting down recording this on a Monday. Um, That is the day that my podcast comes out. And of course, this is a future episode that I'm working on today, but I'm switching it up a little bit. Um, Usually I record these over the weekend. That's just what works best right now. And um, I'm recording on a Monday because we had a lot going on this weekend. We had some house stuff that we had to work on. Um, the weather was beautiful. We spent a ton of time outside and we actually interviewed a couple of nannies too. So I'll probably end up doing a podcast episode on that on, you know, little investments and things that we are doing for my sanity, (laughs) first and foremost, to help me out, um, but also to help my business out as well, because business is great right now. I'm so thankful, but I need some support. Um, I've been very open about how I, how I run my business currently, which, you know, most of my work is done during cruises, nap times during the day, which is of course only a couple of hours. And then you know, not much focused work can get done outside of that. So we've really had to sit down, we being Chris and myself, my business partner, Chris, my husband, um, had to sit down and discuss ways that, that we could help me out a little bit if we're serious about growing my business, which of course we are. So we finally looked into a nanny and we, like I said, we spoke to two and the conversations were great, and I'm so excited, and we are hiring one this week, and I'm so excited to share all the things with you guys and let you know how it's going and how it's helping me, and you know, who knows? Who knows what it's going to look like? So I'm going to be very honest about it because I know a lot of you are actively growing your business as well, and that, you know, maybe that's something that you've thought about, but you felt guilty about, or you didn't know how that would look with your own business, you know, whatever. So I plan on being very open and honest about our experience to shed some light if that's something that you've been thinking of for yourself as well. So yeah, just a little update. That's what we've got going on, and that's why I am sitting here recording on a Monday. So let's get into it because I love the topic that I'm covering today. And okay, so let's back up. The other day, I was talking about limiting beliefs on my Instagram stories, and I got a really good response from it. And a few people suggested that I go into more detail in a podcast episode. So I thought I'd go ahead and knock that out since it's such an important topic. I cannot stress that enough. So listen up because this is going to be a good one. And in episode eight, the journaling episode, I touched briefly on limiting beliefs and how they, of course, can hold you back and how you can use journaling to argue against them and create new, more empowering beliefs in their place. But how we are going to be talking about limiting beliefs today is to help you understand why this always, and yes, always needs to be in the forefront of your mind, why it's so important 
and crucial to your life and evolution as a person, this is serious, to uncover any limiting beliefs you may have and also how to use your emotions as a tool to pinpoint them. Because sometimes they aren't blatantly obvious, like they can be super, super sneaky, especially if you've been carrying them around a long time, all right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. So really quickly, a belief is just a thought you keep thinking, all right? So like a lot of people will say, I don't believe anything negative about myself. I don't have any limiting beliefs. But if you keep thinking something, like if something keeps popping in your head, and a lot of people don't even realize it, they don't even catch it, right? Like we we have around 60, 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day. Like obviously you aren't paying attention to every single one. So you may have something playing that you're not even catching yet. And if it's negative and you keep thinking it like I'm not smart or I'm dumb or whatever, and you keep thinking it over and over again, that is a belief. A belief is just a thought you keep thinking. And a limiting belief is a thought you keep thinking that's hindering yourself in some way. And typically, most of our limiting beliefs are about ourselves and our self-identity, but they can also be about other people and the world in general, too. And the reason why limiting beliefs are so sneaky is because we subconsciously take on most of them early in life, like through experiences as a child. And we often inherit these beliefs directly from our parents and caregivers too. Because think about it. When you were a kid, everything out of your parents' mouths, or probably any adult for that matter, you took to be truth, right? Of course, that's what we were all taught, to listen to our elders because it was the respectable thing to do. So if your parents or whomever you were listening to as a child had limiting beliefs passed down from their parents and so on, and then projected them onto you, not in a malicious way, of course, but because they probably didn't realize it themselves, you probably never questioned any of their beliefs or anything they said Because how would you ever think to? You were a child. But then you grow into an adult who is responsible for creating her own reality and future, which is much more difficult when you're still carrying around any old limiting beliefs that you picked up early in life. So an example would be if you grew up in an environment where money was hard to come by you could possibly take on the belief that making money is difficult or only the people that are born into money will ever truly be wealthy. And it's pretty obvious how limiting that is. But also, let's take note of how false it is too, right? I'm sure you can think of someone or several people right now who are very wealthy but grew up very poor. And Like the first people to come to mind for me is Tony Robbins and Oprah Winfrey. Both are super open about their struggles growing up and all of the obstacles they had to overcome. And now they're a self-made millionaire and billionaire respectively, all because they both were able to imagine a better life for themselves and most importantly, believe it was actually possible to achieve despite what their childhood and beyond belief system was limited to. So that's just one example of how limiting beliefs can sneak into your subconscious and potentially affect your life. 
but they can take on so many different forms, right? Like I could literally spend all day naming out different limiting beliefs, but long story short, if you've ever thought to yourself, I'm not smart enough or pretty enough or talented or lucky, or I don't have enough time or resources or anything like that at all. Those are all limiting beliefs that could potentially be holding you back right now. And we all have them, by the way, like nobody gets through life without these things because they're all part of our human experience. But the work is to figure out what they are so that you can dispel them and then believe something different. Because when you're able to do that, the old belief loses its grip over you and you will start taking different actions, which will yield different results in your life. And that's exactly why uncovering limited beliefs is so incredibly critical for your future because it is a proven fact that your thoughts and beliefs dictate your actions. So if your current beliefs won't even allow you to consider a greater life for yourself, and a greater life could look like anything, maybe a healthier relationship or a more fulfilling career, healthier habits, more money, etc., If you can't even wrap your mind around the fact that any of those things are possible for someone like yourself because you're too this or you're not enough that or it's too difficult or whatever the excuse is, then guess what? You're right. It's a total self-fulfilling prophecy because how can you possibly take action towards something you won't even allow yourself to believe in the first place? And likewise, for those of us that can get as far as envisioning more for yourself, like my dreamers, I'm talking to you, you still have to believe to your core that it's possible if you're going to make the thing happen, right? Like you can wish things to be different all day long. You can daydream and journal and meditate and vision board the heck out of the dream life or relationship or career or body that you want. But if deep down you don't believe you're good or worthy enough to have the thing, or if you don't truly believe in your abilities to create it, then again, you will never take the appropriate actions to get there. So let's demonstrate this with a business example. I'm sure there's some big goal you're working toward or say that you're working toward right now that you would love to achieve, whether that be earning a car or a certain level of income or some prestigious award. And the reason why this is a big goal is because there's probably a lot of steps between where you are now and the thing you want that you have to take to achieve it. And with most big goals, you're probably going to encounter some obstacles on your path along the way too, right? Of course you are. That's the nature of business and life. Well, if you encounter one of these obstacles and it requires you to make some type of change or sacrifice in your life in order to bypass it, what do you think is going to happen if you have some sneaky limiting belief popping up reminding you that you're not good enough, smart enough, worthy, or whatever it is to get the thing that you want? 
If you don't check that limiting belief at the door, you are going to end up making an excuse for yourself or feed yourself the lie that you really don't want the thing anyway, even though you know that's not true, and you probably won't even attempt to bypass the obstacle because why would you make changes towards something you don't believe is possible? See how that works? So Often, we end up defending and clinging to our own limitations because we don't have the awareness of how much more fulfilling life would be if we stopped believing everything we thought. And I'm going to say that one more time in another way. When push comes to shove and life gets hard and limiting beliefs creep into our thoughts, which they always will. But because so many of us don't have the awareness of the fact that they're not even true and that you literally can rid yourself from these beliefs and replace them with new ones, but because we don't understand that or even try, when life gets hard, we end up defending our perceived limitations like our lives depend on it by making excuses for ourselves so that we don't have to get uncomfortable and do what's necessary to get what we really want out of life. Crazy, right? But what if, after listening to this, And now that you do have more of an awareness of what's going on, you made the conscious choice to do things differently and to start watching out for these limiting beliefs. Do you think you could do that? Of course you can. So let's say next time you encounter an obstacle while working toward a goal and a limiting belief pops up, instead of yielding to it, you shed light on it and you question it and you realize it's complete bull and not serving you at all, and instead of reaching for an excuse for why you're limited in your ability to reach your goal, you get to work replacing that limiting belief with a more empowering one that supports the version of you who can have everything she puts her mind to that she's willing to work toward. That is the belief that will lead to the appropriate decisions to overcome obstacles and ultimately achieve your biggest goals. So powerful, right? So that's my call to action for you. Start paying attention to your thoughts and start paying attention to your emotions too. If you feel like crap about something in your life, There's a reason why. Maybe deep down you know that you're not living to your full potential and maybe the reason why is because you won't allow yourself to think the appropriate thoughts that will lead to the actions to get you there. And when you do uncover a limiting belief, I recommend to first try journaling on it. And like I said, I got into the specifics of this in episode eight, but in a nutshell, write it out honestly with no filter, then argue against it like your life freaking depends on it because it does. Then after you do that, replace that old belief with a new one and practice believing it. Don't just write it out once and expect yourself to do a complete 180. Go back and reread it every day. Create an affirmation, pray on it, do the work to adopt it. If after you do that, if it's something more deep-seated and journaling doesn't seem to be doing the trick for you, then consider investing in yourself and seek some type of counseling or therapy. But please, I 
beg you to try this for yourself. I wish I had learned about this years before I did, and it breaks my heart for the people that go through their whole lives, never once questioning the thoughts and beliefs that rule their actions and ultimately their life. So that is my first call to action for you. And my second is, if you are a parent or if you plan on becoming one one day, Keep this in mind for your own children. We all know kids' brains are like sponges soaking up every little thing we say. So let's do our best to feed them words of encouragement and be mindful of the blanket statements that we say about life and other people in general. And this reminds me of something I once read about Thomas Edison. And I'm not sure if it's real. I'm sure it's embellished some. But either way, it's a beautiful example of the power of the words that we say to our children. So the story goes, One day when Thomas Edison was a young boy, he came home from school and gave a piece of paper to his mother. And he told her, my teacher gave this piece of paper to me and told me to only give it to my mother to read. So she took it and she read it and her eyes started tearing up as she read the letter out loud to Thomas. And she said, or she read out loud, your son is a genius. This school is too small for him and doesn't have good enough teachers for training him. Please teach him yourself. And after many, many years after Edison's mother died and he was now one of the greatest inventors of the century, one day he was looking through old family things and he found a piece of paper folded up in the corner of a desk drawer. And he opened it up and on the piece of paper was written, your son is addled, which means mentally ill. We won't let him come to school anymore. And after reading that, Edison later wrote in his diary, Thomas Edison was an adult child that, by a hero mother, became the genius of the century. So, like I said, I don't know how much truth there is to that, but regardless, it is a powerful reminder of the responsibility we have as adults who have the power to mold young minds to become their best selves. And the last thought I'll leave you with is this. Imagine if Oprah or Tony Robbins were never able to overcome their own limiting beliefs and the dysfunctional environments that they grew up in, and all the good they've created in this world and all the lives they've completely transformed never happened because they didn't do the work on their minds first in order to get past all the obstacles that life handed them. It would be devastating, right? Like, thank God both were able to do that and believe in their own power. Now imagine... It's 10 years from now, and someone else, or maybe even myself, says that same thing about you. Imagine if so-and-so, insert your name, never did all the incredible things she ended up accomplishing and all the lives she ended up blessing because she didn't overcome her limiting beliefs. Thank God she did, and thank God for all the good she's created in this world. Just think about that. Because that could totally be said about you, and you have the power to change your mind and your thoughts and your life right now if you really want to. So just wanted to leave you with that, but thank you again so much for listening. I hope this episode brought you value, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye, friend. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. 
My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.